I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Episode of Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And before the episode starts, you know my usual housekeeping message, guys. Please make sure you go check us out on the Instagram, which is Strap Season Podcast, or Twitter, which is Strap Season Pod. There's a link in the bio of both those platforms there. And that link will take you to where we're situated at streaming wise, whether it's audio, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Or you want your visuals, we've got the YouTube channel link there as well. Keep liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. But yeah, man, another week, bro. It's kind of a bit of a humbling experience to be back with the Zoom team. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was fun still. Last week was good fun. <laughs> Got good reception yeah. as well with, the, with the, visuals, the visuals and the audio looking nice and crisp. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be back to the studio soon. Don't worry about that, listeners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a um, few things to talk about this week. Um We'll start with, with the reviews as, as we normally do. Uh, Flores, where do you fancy starting? Do you want to start over on these shores as usual, or should we start with the big fight over in America? Yeah, let's start at home. Usually. Yeah, home team in yeah, that. <laughs> cool. Um, so the headline card this was a boxer card on Sky. Uh, down in Bournemouth, Chris Billen Smith, the hometown fighter, versus Isaac Chamberlain. Uh, lot, I, I think once again. Not to blow on two own horns and whatnot, flows. I think we got this one spot on again, to be honest. Um, yeah, but I, 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 I think last week we said that you know this, this has the makings of being a cracking fight, and boy, did it deliver, right? <laughs> this, this, yeah. this was a to simply put it, this was a war of attrition from rounds one to round 12. Absolute barnstormer. I want the hats off to both warriors, Bill and Smith and Chamberlain, for that performance. That was a really, really enjoyable fight. and I think the crowd that was sort of in attendance, they were raucous. I think they enjoyed it as well. Yeah, man, really, really good fight. And I, I, I enjoyed watching that. Um, yeah, W for Chris and smith off, off, off straight away. Um, let's get into it. Um, I think it's something we both predicted. But mm-hmm. it was a real... I think one thing I noticed is how competitive it was. For large portions of the fight, it was super competitive from both guys. And... Even though the final scorecards might have looked wide, I think we'll, we'll delve into the scorecards as well because I think it looked a bit because it was one seven. I think all judges had one seventeen, one eleven for Billum Smith. I think all three had it around that mark. So you might think that's a bit wide, but it it, it was. I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, it was like okay, yeah, he, it wasn't like Chamberlain got washed. It was yeah. just there was, there was a lot of close rounds that you know you might just give it to Chris Billum Smith in some portions, etc. But yeah, no, just a highly competitive fight, really engaging. Um, yeah, man. What what before we sort of take it round by round or whatever, or just sort of break down, what were your 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 thoughts of the fight itself? And did it live up to expectations for you or surpass it? First and foremost, I want to shout out Bournemouth, man. <laughs> because that crowd was sick. That atmosphere was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, great atmosphere. Um, they turned up. Mm. And yeah, I think that kind of set the tone for the fight, you know, that yeah. atmosphere, because it was rocking in there. The yeah. walkouts was hostile for... Um, Mad hostile. <laughs> yeah, Chamberlain. hostile for Chamberlain. Yeah. But he kind of fed off it as well. 
Yeah. He, he, he didn't shy away. He, he fed off that. And it kind of fed William Smith as well. So from round one, bro, it was a brilliant fight. Yeah. <laughs> from round one to 12, they went at it. They, they came out swinging from, from the first belt. They were both going at it. There was no fear. You know how we said this sometimes, fear in that process and whatnot. None yeah. of that this time. They both got to work straight away. And um, I think for me, what I found surprising at first, obviously, Brilliant Smith is the, the bigger, taller man, right? Rangier guy. Yeah. But I was quite surprised to see how Chamberlain, to me, was winning the battle of the jabs early on. He was he was getting off his work first with the jab. He just you can see he had the speed edge. Even though he was a smaller man, he yeah. was able to beat Billen Smith to the jab each time, each time, each time. I'm thinking, oh, you know, that's quite quite interesting development, right? And <laughs> Billen Smith, even though he was a taller ranger guy, or whatever, if you know his flows, he had both he had most of his success when he was Bar, you know, barging forward, getting my man up against the ropes or getting him in close and having a close quarters exchange. That's when Bill Smith started to start to really rock and roll when he was able to sort of lean on Chamberlain, you know, force his weight on him and rough him up on the inside. That's where he had his success. So it's, it's always intriguing when you see a smaller guy or whatever have more success outside and you see the bigger, heavier guy or whatever seem to have success on the inside. I always find that really interesting because obviously that's kind of flips the script. It's meant to be the other way around, right? But um, yeah, no, Chamberlain, they both look good. They both look good to open the rounds, to open the stanzas. They both look good to me. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think, I'm, I'm not sure if I mentioned um, Chamberlain's jab last episode because he is a fast jab. Um, yeah. And I think I mentioned Tommy McCarthy fight where I felt Tommy McCarthy was then more of the boxing work, the boxing, the moving, and that's where he was finding success with the jab and yeah. footwork. Um, Chamberlain didn't really come with footwork. He, he was using his jab. <laughs> yeah. So when um, Bill Smith didn't want to lean on him and wrestle with him, he weren't getting out of days with his footwork at all. He yeah. was happy. He was he was happy to mix it on the inside as well. Yeah. Because he was, Chamberlain was throwing the uppercut. He would go to the body and, and, and swing the uppercut. Which... And fl- flows. Did you notice as well? One thing I noticed with Chamberlain was in, which I really liked. If you notice his, so his patterns were jab. Obviously, beat Billen Smith with a jab each time. Jab, jab, jab. And then it's almost as if he knew that Billen Smith, obviously being beaten by the jab each time, will try and rush in, kind of. Mm. And each time Billen Smith tried to do that, did you notice that Chamberlain always tried to time the uppercut? As yeah. soon as Billen Smith tried to come in <laughs> on on automatic uppercut. uppercut and the thing was, is, yeah, he wasn't. Initially, he wasn't finding it. I think it was off. The timing was off. I think there was a bit of ring rust to play for that, but the timing wasn't the best. But I like that initiative from him. I like that. I, that's that's to me. That's good IQ. Each time, yeah, like yeah, it's not coming off, but it's it, it's the right move to play. That's the right move. That's the right he weren't play. throwing it just as a single shot as well. You mix yeah, it yeah. up as well. So he, yeah, body uppercut, uppercut yep. body, yep. hook. <laughs> he would try and yep. mix up. So try and get the combos, but the uppercut was always in there, and he was always looking for it. Yeah, um, and he, he was landing at times. It weren't, yeah. I guess, when, when you're throwing it so often, your, the opposition expects it <laughs> at that point. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a shot that usually I don't know people like to keep in their back pocket and throw out out the blue. <laughs> mm. I timed the opponent with it, but yeah, I, it's a good shot to throw. Yeah, and he was having he was having success with it as well. Um, so yeah, it was a great fight. It's defensively, both of them were getting caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Chamberlain likes to do the shoulder roll thing as well. And he tries it. Keep his he hands tries down. it. <laughs> but yeah, 
And Billow Smith, he's just coming forward, so he's gonna eat shots regardless. Yeah. Like he's yeah. not trying to evade shots. So it made for an exciting fight the fact that these guys were both throwing a mixture yeah. of shots and both landing. And taking it, both yeah. getting hurt. The and chin, the chins were, so yeah, let's let's talk about the second round first because that was yeah. probably one of the probably I'll probably say the round of the fight. Um, mm. was, um so they're both swinging, exchanging. Chamberlain hurts Bill and Smith. Yeah, yeah, he hurt Bill and Smith first. Um, caught with a nice shot. Bill and Smith, he's visibly hurt, backpedaling, rocking him. Yeah, their legs were off. gone. <laughs> like the way he. Because he was, Blinsmith was actually coming forward whilst he was, yeah. and it was actually a counter shot from Chamberlain. I think Blinsmith was about to throw the left or whatever. Chamberlain's caught him the right as a counter shot. And then instantly, this guy started backpedaling. And obviously, Chamberlain's sense he's hurt. So he's throwing, held to the lever. He's going for it. And then during that exchange, you saw what happened. Blinsmith then catches Chamberlain with a big shot. And now Chamberlain's hurt. The tide's turned. And it was just back and forth for the rest of the round. They hurt each other in that, in that second round. And it was just... <laughs> the big shots, bro, the, these look... The, uh, credit to their chins. Let's, let's give their chins credit because the shots that these two got caught with, the big, powerful shots, I'm really surprised no one went down. So, you know, fair play to both of them because they both shoot a lot of punishment. But that second round was so back and forth. It's always good when you see one fighter get hurt and then he battles back and hurts the other guy towards the end of a round. Like, it's yeah, no, that, that, that round was gassy for me. I was, I was applauding that round. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good round, man. Um, just as 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 a fan watching, um, mm. and yeah, credit to like you said, credit to the chin because they both recovered from getting hurt. Yeah, and <laughs> and they both kept fighting as well. So yeah, yeah it's, it's sick to see. Mm. So I, I want to just touch upon, I guess the um, let's let's say the middle portions of the fight, right? Because mm. I think for me, from round five, yeah, Billy Smith to me was visibly hurt. I'm not one of his visibly tired. He mm-hmm. to me, Flores, he looked knackered. I thought that I, I don't know. I was like thinking to myself, has he expended so much energy in the first four or five rounds or whatever? But to me, he's looking tired. And I'm there thinking to myself, if Chamberlain can apply a bit of pressure here, you know, you could see Billy Smith will, or you know, we really have to see what he's made of because yeah, he, he looks really tired. He's he's I guess he's doing the kind of thing where he's able to just, you know, grab him up and just lean a little bit just to waste a bit of time and conserve a bit of energy and whatnot. But I, I, I saw the tiredness in him. And I'm there thinking, hmm, will this guy, will, I mean, I expect to see a second win at some point, but it's it's whether Chamberlain can capitalise now whilst he's tired before the second win comes. And to be fair, Chamberlain didn't really capitalise, in my opinion, because Billy Smith was, I, I partly think that he fell off the crowd as well. Obviously, the crowd were awesome. Like, as we mentioned, they were kind of like the 12th man. So yeah. he was able to use that to sort of, you know, galvanise him and get that energy back. And then when he was able to get the second wind, to me, that's when he really started to pull away. That was towards like the, maybe the like 7th, 8th or whatever. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, the 7th, 8th round, ninth. That's when he got his second wind. And he then just started to rough up Chamberlain in my eyes in terms of he was able to walk, walk forward in the, on the inside exchanges, grab him, rough him up, you know, these, those, the close quarters actions, he was winning. And Chamberlain, don't get me wrong, was still live in there and he was still able to catch mm-hmm. Billy Smith with some big shots. But the bulk of the big shots were coming from Billy Smith and the bulk of the good work in that sort of latter half, latter half of the fight for me was Billy Smith's work. And that's when, for me, he then started to pull away. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I guess they put it down to Billy Smith just having a bit more experience at, I guess, the championship level compared to Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, I think it was very apparent because 
yeah, he he took control for me in, in that second half of the fight, um, for sure. And that's when he started. I mean, you saw Chamberlain's eye, right? It looked, <laughs> it looked peak. <laughs> Chamberlain's Ch- 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 eye was was roughed up, man. It was it was basically like a massive, bulging shot. Um, credit to him again, though, because he, he took he took all these shots like a champ. But I could tell he was kind of suffering towards the latter, latter half of the fight. I think. Yeah, I think that's the key thing, to be honest. I think when he's come out and said he broke his orbital bone, so mm. in the third round. So, um, and while they expended so much energy in those early rounds, yeah, I think that's played a factor into Billum Smith thinking, yo, <laughs> this pace, this pace is a bit nuts for me. The pace was crazy. Yeah. And we said he's, he's a big boy. He looks he looks the bulkier out of the two. He's the bigger. Yeah. So, um, I think feeling the pace in the middle rounds and yeah. he's probably looking at Chamberlain's eye and thinking, okay, I kind of have him hurt, but Chamberlain kept coming forward, coming forward and yeah. up in the tempo. He was the one even applying the pressure, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that eye started to play a factor in terms of the, the latter rounds because the eye was getting bigger, closing shut more. Um, yeah. And that, I know for a fact he couldn't see if it was a broken orbit or bone. Mm. So I think, yeah, um, that definitely played a factor. And then you mentioned the crowd as well. Ben Smith feeding off that. I think every round was pretty close, to be fair. Like, there wasn't yeah. any washings. There wasn't any washings. like I said. Yeah. Apart, I, I think the only ones where I can probably say were washings, maybe, like, from, like, I guess around, the, like, 10th, 11th, when I think Chamberlain was running off fumes and, mm. he, he like, even his punches had no pop to it anymore. He was yeah. partly, I think, because of Thailand, so partly because of the eye as well. So yeah. he 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 wasn't able like the punches he was throwing in that tenth eleven raffle rah. He's got no steam. There's no steam with these punches, you know. He's he's had it. He's knackered. Um, yeah. But yeah, apart from that, yeah, before that it was competitive. But I think you just give the edge to Blin Smith each time because he landed more of the big shots and the, the better work compared to Chamberlain that was slightly more sporadic, I'd say, with it. But yeah. Give or take. Yeah, I think they were both knackered. Um, punch yeah. power. The punch power. Sat... You, you saw them in the twelfth, right? <laughs> punch power. It's finished. They're you know what? You're just. So... You know what? You know, there's no leg with the punches. It's just. It's all. Body, it's all torso. Just. Oh, uh... <laughs> like yeah, they were. They were tired. So um, they were. They were. The knockout was kind of ruled out at that point. Yeah. <laughs> These moments. Well, but. Credit again, Flores, because even the twelfth round, Chamberlain, they they were back, they weren't back and forth in that twelfth round. They were both yeah. swinging, and even though the, like the punch was hurt, but the even, yeah, hurt. Like, <laughs> even though the punches weren't clean, they were a bit messy. Chamberlain was still able to catch my man in that twelfth with like what two seconds to go, and it looked like he hurt Billy Smith with like with, with, with like two seconds. <laughs> Billy Smith was against the rope sagging, bro. He was, but I think that was also part, he, as I said, I was literally going to say fatigue. That was all fatigue. He wasn't truly hurt like that, but. In terms of tiredness, he he just he given everything in that fight. He given everything. So credit to both men once again, man. Two warriors, and yeah, it's a shame someone had to lose. But um, I think the right man for me got the W. It, it definitely was. Um, yeah, Billy Smith was the better man for me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not too um, mad at I guess the scorecards or how it went as a UD because even though they were all competitive rounds, I gave both of them to Chris Billy Smith. So so yeah. Yeah, so you were happy with the scorecards then, you're saying? I'm not, I'm, yeah, it didn't, like, yeah, I'm happy with the scorecards. I'm not too mad at the scorecards. I think it was a bit wide still, but um, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> the right man won. I felt, yeah, I felt it could have been a bit closer. Um, like a 116, like say, 112, maybe. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think one thirteen, one fifteen. It, it, it could. It's one of those ones, like you say. You could. You could score it any kind of way, really, because the fight. That score. I don't feel the scorecards that, reflects the story of the fight. If that makes yeah, sense. But that's boxing. Flows, you sometimes. The thing is with, with <laughs> yeah, I hear that, and sometimes flows. It does happen like that in the sense that yeah, yeah. You can have a one seventeen, one eleven. And yes, it looks random yes. paper, but that is a close fight in the sense that every yeah. round was competitive and you just, just about give it to one guy because he just did that bit extra or whatever. He, yeah. he won that. But even, even with that, even with that, I still feel yeah, okay. one of the yeah, no, 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 rounds that they gave him. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. I, th- I think he won a few more rounds. I get it. It's what you're looking for. A lot of the pressure was being applied by Bill Smith, a lot of the mm. yeah. telling punches. But... I don't know what's in the judges' heads. I, I yeah, hope they yeah, went no, discrediting Chamberlain's work as well, but um, I can see why you could edge it to Bennett Swift a lot of the rounds. I felt he won it. Mm. But, um, well, end yeah. of the day, the, the white man won, right? So <laughs> there's no no drama, no controversy there. And um, not not too many disputes as well. So it's not, yeah. it's not no controversy. No one's disputing yeah. who won, um, which is, yeah, yeah. it shows. Would, would, you like to see, would you like to see them run it back? Yeah, absolutely. That was a great fight. Because um, remember how he said that? It's the crucial fight for both of these guys' careers, and the loser kind of might fade into obscurity. But mm. we we'll also did caveat and say that but there is a way to win well. I mean, lose well, which mm. is what, as I said, it's what she's always been doing. So for Chamberlain, yeah. this 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 yeah. is a good loss. So yeah, he's not finished. <laughs> yeah. He might not fade into. Obscurity. I hope I hope he takes this as you know as fuel to. Okay, cool. I can hang. Well, at, at what at this at this domestic level for sure, and maybe I might still have more to give. So um, yeah, I can come back, motivate me to come back harder, etc. So yeah, I, I want I want to see Isaac Chamberlain again. I don't think he should, you know, fade into obscurity just yet, because that was a good performance yeah. for him, especially the fact that he's yeah. been you know ring rust. Yeah, he, he hasn't yet. Don't forget, he hasn't been at this level before. Yeah, yeah, um, he's he kind of went ghost, but yeah, he's tweeted yeah. saying that he'll be back. Like he's he's different. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of he's gassed. We fought well. Yeah. Broken all ball bone. We've seen people tap out with that one. <laughs> We've seen people say no mass or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, he fought, he fought, what, six, seven, having nine more rounds. I think he brought yeah, in the nine. third. So he said, yeah. Nine more rounds of that, finish the fight, competing in every round. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like we said, there's a way to lose well. And I think off the back of the last time he was presented in terms of mass audience where it was a stinker of a fight, with um, Akoli. Akoli, yeah. Um, this kind of doesn't work and he can kind, yeah. of, he can kind of shift the blame to Akoli kind of thing. Yeah. I'd say it's Akoli thought the fight was boring because <laughs> you can see what I, I can do. Yeah. I can have entertaining slugfest. So, yeah. I think everyone who watched that fight would want to see him again. Um, yeah. Would have been impressed with him, how he handled the adversity in terms of the crowd, in terms of the eye. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he, his stock has risen. Let's put it and that way. I like it as well because obviously you mentioned how when he came in, his entrance, he was heavily booed. Mm. And obviously, you know, when he was giving his interview, he was leaving the ring, he, they were cheering him. He was being heavily cheered. So that's, that's not, he owned the respect to the boom of crowd. So shout out to him, man. Great performance from him. And yeah, I'm sure we will see him again, for sure. Um, Bennett Smith now, do you think, because obviously they're, they're talking about war titles and stuff. <laughs> um, Chris, he ain't ready for that. <laughs> I'll just put, put it out there straight away. He's not ready for that. Um, do you think though he should he's ready for a or would you want to see a react poor rematch? 
Yeah, I'll see it. Again, um, that first fight between them was a stinker. Yeah. That first fight between them was was not fun to watch. Um, not, again, uh, the same issue with recording in terms of react poll. It's usually going close, you just hug it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, I said last episode, I don't see these bad challenges for the top guys in that division. Yeah. Uh, well, I, even I, even react poll yet. No, I mean Billum Smith or Chamberlain. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Either yeah. Of them. I don't see them smoking any of the top guys kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's not too much else that I really need to see. So it's got to be react. react yeah. So said, the thing is, the, the division is kind of thin on that front. So yeah. it's not like it's not like, for example, the, the light heavies where there's bare of them, so they can yeah. all fight each other. But here in the UK, it's kind of thin. So it's literally just like this is why Cody had that mad jump. He was fighting bums and then suddenly he had the war title shot because there isn't really that in between domestically I guess yeah. so well Cody now, went, went through okay, no, he, went through, he, British, went, he went through the yeah, British Commonwealth European, yeah European, but it, it was just super fast because yeah, again the levels are so sure it, that's what I'm saying if there was more yeah. people in the cut it wouldn't have been that quick so Billy Smith now finds himself kind of domestically at the top now with kind of rap well or just blow rap obviously because rap will beat him but you know what I mean? Like it's now Rapport again, and they're not for it's war titles shots. Like there isn't really anyone in between. So yeah, I think the Rapport fight, if they unless they unless they want to take their time with him and just you know keep feeding them to I guess the European level, I don't know, that level guy is cool, but yeah, it might have to be Rapport. And then boy, he might have, he might he might have himself a title shot, who knows? But yeah. Yeah, that, that's that unfortunate. That's serious, that, that's that's <laughs> it's not, the it's not division. <laughs> <laughs> that's the division. It's that's nothing to do with it. It's just that's that's what it is, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't see any of these. What no one's moving yeah. the needle for you yet? <laughs> no, you I, know, I agree. That, that division ain't moving. They're shaking, man. They're I agree. Nothing. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. I fully agree. It's um, not the most. Serious. Yeah, as we, we said it before, you know, the cruiserweight, you know, that hasn't really got the eyes on it anymore, and. All the serious cruisers want to go up to heavy anyway, so they're looking yeah. to get the couple belts and dip. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like the old, the old guards who were there before who were doing things have kind of moved out. Like Bellu, um, yeah, in, what's yeah. his name? Usyk, Usyk, Gassiev, um, yeah, yeah. In need, look, in need. The best thing to happen to the cruiserweights recently was obviously that super that tournament, super tournament, super yeah. tournament, whatever. It needs another one of those, really. Yeah, maybe to you know to stoke the fire again. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, we still have yeah. obviously domestically, we still have fights we, we can still see. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lee, React yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Chamberlain should fight. Chamberlain should, like, obviously, on his way back, just thinking. We see, we, we you know, we saw Juma recently give a good, good give account of himself, look good. Oh. You know, Chamberlain Juma could be a good fight still. That could be a nice little domestic, that could be a good one. Yeah, or Tommy McCarthy. Or Mc- yeah, McCarthy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, there's options at that British level, but it's not. Yeah. We don't. That British <laughs> level not, is the it's top not the level. best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, cool. like the light heavies, where we expect the British, le- the British to, to rise to so, the top in that division. Facts. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, let's quickly briefly touch up on the undercard. Nothing really much to write home about, but obviously, okay. Fra- Fra- Fraser Clark. I'm not going to delve into it. Fraser Clark got a W. I don't know if you yeah. saw his KO. Nice KO. Mm-hmm. Really lovely shot. Um, expected against some plumber for Argentina. Um, uh, um, is it Hassan? Is it Hassan Hazim? As I always forget, I always get yeah, the names yeah, wrong. Yeah, 
Adam Aziz, Adam Aziz's brother, Hassan, I think it's Hassan. <laughs> <That's bad. laughs> but yeah, he had um quite fairly competitive. Well, I mean, his the first round, the referee probably could have stopped the fight in the first round. He didn't mm. let the guy continue. And then the guy kind of gave a good account and like gave him a good night's work, I guess. He got the W deservedly, but um, yeah, it yeah. was quite a tough, tough cookie. Um, his opponent to break down, but another win for him. Pickford demolished his opponent as well. Um, and yeah, wins for Caroline Dubois as well. So yeah, all, all the boxer prospects. Did, did you see uh, what's your name? Ben Whitaker's debut. No, I didn't actually. Oh, I didn't even see that. No, how do you do? My guy's fun. <laughs> um, he's an entertainer, man. He's, he's yeah. gonna be someone. He's a lot heavier as well. So and another one, to to, as I say, look, that, look, enough, once he gets up to speed, boy, he's because he, he's good. <laughs> he, he's funny. He's killing me. Like really, yeah. He was doing all the showboating. He yeah, was, but the shuffles and that <laughs> shuffles, spin slick in there, being annoying. Why did he? Yeah. Did, 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 did he stop his opponent? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He stopped him. Um, yeah, just another one to add to the mix is what I wanted to say. Someone yeah. to keep around. And yeah. he will be on the chattings as well. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's good. Good to see. Good to see. But yeah, overall, good card and nice. Yeah, nice little domestic dust up uh, to keep us entertained on a Saturday. So, um, yeah, shout out to Glenn Smith. Shout out to Isaac Chamberlain. Good night's work. Good night's work. Let's um, let's high to over to America now. Um, for the I guess the the big fight of the evening, kind of. <laughs> um, Danny Garcia, Jose Benavides. Danny Garcia's debut at 154. Uh, we've seen him, you know, be victorious in his debut over there. Um, good fight. Entertaining, enjoy- enjoyable fight. Fairly competitive in portions. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, try- I'm trying what I can give, like a grader for Danny Garcia- Garcia's performance. I think he did what he had to do. Uh, one, The first thing I noticed straight away, the size difference, man, between both of them was mad. Like, Jose Benavides <laughs> No, but, but, small, I no, <laughs> but no, Jose looked big competitive. Like he looked massive yeah, competitive. Danny, yeah, to be fair, Jose Benavidez is quite big. Like he's tall. He's always been tall and rangy. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, in Danny's he's in one forty pounder, isn't he? So, but yeah, Danny looked like he was still at one like one forty seven. Like he didn't look that big it, at all. It, it, it didn't look like a light um, light middle. <laughs> it just didn't look like a light middle to me. Bro. Bear in mind, we've seen both of these guys at one forty. That's probably why. If I, yeah. If I, yeah, so it, it, it always gonna have that, you know, that that tag of just being small. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, no, nah, but um, yeah, Garcia. I'm trying to think. I think Benavides is actually like, yeah, he is. He's Benavides is a six foot. I don't know how yeah. he was making one forty. To be fair, he <laughs> was so skinny. He was skinny. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> so but he to be fair, he's filled out, and um, yeah, he actually looked closer to one fifty four than Danny Garcia. That Garcia looked small in there, um, and. Kind of as expected, you know, Benavides was competitive in portions. He tried to bring it early on. Uh, I think early on was sort of why I was saying he probably be having success because his mobility is kind of limited after his injury. So towards the latter half of the latter end of the fight, you could see that the mobility was really starting to trouble him. Um, but Garcia looked good. He used his speed. He was jabbing well. Um, he was, you know, I think he started a bit ponderous at first, but as the fight warmed up and he got into it, you saw Danny start throwing his combinations, et cetera, and just getting comfortable. And I think we mentioned before that Garcia is a very good combination puncher, especially when it comes to timing and stuff like that. You know, that's his bread and butter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he then started to time Benavides and, you know, just combo him, et cetera. And um, especially when he, especially the body work as well. 
And that's when Benavides start to slow down and the mobility start to come into a factor, et cetera. Um, and yeah, Danny Garcia got the, I guess, uh, the deserved W on all the, on the scorecards. It was a calm... One scored a draw, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, no, one scored a <laughs> draw, yeah, yeah. But no, it was, it was, it was, a, I had, I had a Danny Garcia W there. And um, oh. yeah, no, it was, yeah, a good first um, round for him at 154. Um, yeah, good fight, Garcia, man, though. Yeah. No, Garcia said that he's looking to win the title 154. He wants to win his third, you know, title and, well, no, winning his third weight class. Um, I mean, he won and he did what he had to do, but the performance to me didn't shake me. It didn't really do anything for me. If you know what I'm saying, Flo, it's just like, I was like, okay, cool. You beat Jose Benavides, but like, this still isn't enough for me to see you shaking up with the big boys up at 154. Like, I still think they could eat you for lunch. However, again, I think we mentioned if he plays his cards right, if he bides his time, there's certain people, obviously, that are probably going to exit the division. So he might be able to snag a belt. But that well, performance... He, step- come, he came out and said he, he wanted... After, he said he wanted to fight Keith Furman, run it back with him, or fight Lara at 160. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm, you know, this... Yeah, but I'm... T- oh, okay, he did say that, yes. But this, this, these were comments he also made... Sorry, okay, he's contradicting himself then because he, he also made previous comments about saying he wants to win a title 154. So, boy, I, yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> when I heard that he wants to fight Lara, he said on 155, Lara. But that's at once for the title, for the regular title, which you yeah. should get rid of. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? He's like, so you want to fight a welterweight, you want to win titles at 154, and you want to fight a 160. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. Yeah. Well, boy, to be honest, he. I think you mentioned it last week. He should just chase the money grabs, to be fair, because, he, like I said, he's 34. I didn't realise he was 34. I mean, I knew, yeah, we know he's where he's old, but I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't think he was 34. Like, he's almost 35. Like, Danny Garcia is, is kind of old still. He's been around. He's mixing yeah, it with all these old guys. Been, been, yeah, yeah. It's true How's because, Keith man, we, we can't forget that. Yeah, but Keith will be 34 now, I think. Yeah. Well, let me check. Because Spence was the young gun right then. <laughs> yeah, Spence, like, Spence hey, is in his 30s now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Keith is 33. Okay. Okay, uh, yeah. Wait, so Keith and Crawford are basically the same age? Mm, interesting. Mm, yeah. Crawford's old, man. <laughs> He's been around for time as well. He was yeah, fighting he has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just because they, they, they applied their trade in such a, the lower weight classes that yeah. you kind of like forget how old these men are. But um, yeah, no, at 34... I mean, if you can grab a belt, grab a belt, but just go for the money, Danny. Let's go for the money. But uh, who would you like to see him against? For me, Keith Furman. I'll just say that off the bat. Keith Furman rematch. I'll, I'll see that. I'll watch it. I'm not, I'm not shouting for that, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that fight. I don't care about any fight this guy has. I'll, 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 no, I'll rather see Keith. I want Keith to fight NSO freaking Ortiz. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I get up for. Like, I'll, be like, I'll be stoked for that. I, I don't he's give a damn about Danny Garcia. <laughs> I don't give a damn about Danny Garcia, Keith Furman. I don't want to see that. Um, Tony Harrison was in attendance. Mm. I don't even know if I want to see Tony Harrison, Danny Garcia. I'd rather see Tony Harrison, Danny, Danny Garcia than Danny Garcia, Keith Furman. Because to me, I that, told that you key, before, flows, I'm trying to Furman. see loser retire batches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, we bringing it back? Yeah, it's still around. <laughs> Keith Furman, Danny Garcia, loser retires. <laughs> 
That's I what forgot, I'm trying to I, I forgot about the, the losing and retired matches, man. Damn. Yeah, cool. We'll bring it back. Um, yeah, I, I always said that. I didn't care about seeing that fight because the first fight, to me, Keith won comfortably. Yeah. It was an easy Keith Furman victory for me. Now, if it was a close fight or, you know, controversial, yeah, I'd be up for seeing the rematch, but it wasn't. This was an easy Keith, fight, Keith Furman fight. So, yeah, I, 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 I have no business seeing that. I don't want to see him against Lara either. Yeah, I just I just don't really know who I want to see him against, really. Um, if yeah, I'll I just rather see him against the one fifty four pounder. Look, you're one fifty four now. Stay there, fight the one fifty four pounders. So fight the Charlos if you want to fight him. Fight Tim Zhu if he's there. Fight Harrison. Yeah, but I, I don't know. These PBC man move funny. They, 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 yeah. These P, these PBC man are hilarious because you always see them at the fights as well, and you notice for they all look a certain way. <laughs> the, the Al Hayman PBC fighters all have they all have the Grippy. big, big bust-down chain the big one two or three dive, bust down the watches bust everything what, what, they, they, big wings they all look the same it's so funny I was bro I was, I'm telling you Al Hayman's office he, he's just got chains and boxes handed him out you must pick the outfits, fam. Because when because you, you know they usually, usually pants to the crowd, they show who, who's in the crowd, whatever. Oh, they, like, he's this, Gross. he's that. Oh, and you see, fam, all dripped out. Even even Ugas, <laughs> Ugas coming drip drip. Nah, man, big chain on. I thought, yeah, nah. These these Al Haber fighters uh, they eat that. They're they're funny, man. All jeweled yeah, up. You see, have got a wardrobe that they keep somewhere <laughs> where all these fighters have access to. Uh, I think it's Danny's the same because in fights where Danny's watching in the crowd, he's the same. Yep. He's rocking the big like, <laughs> nah, it's, even even Angel is dripped out these days. Fab, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh man. It's only the PBC lot that, 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 that move like this. <laughs> the top, the top rank guys ain't doing this. Shakur, yeah. I ain't seen no, I ain't seen watching on Shakur. <laughs> the only one from um from the zone that's doing it like that uh, is 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 Haney, Haney, you know, Haney does yeah, he, he likes Haney, a bust down. Haney, Haney will suit on, on PBC so much because <laughs> Haney yeah, moves back to the jewelry. He loves it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, then PBC lot are funny. But yeah, nah. Um shout out to Danny. Good W for him. Um, but yeah, again, not really didn't really move me that fight. I would the fight was good, but I'm saying that just him at 154 is not moving me yet. I don't really see Wagwan, but we highlight the 154 at the moment also not a rubbish division but it's kind of a division in limbo because he hasn't really got a well Charlo's a star but Charlo's on his way out so yeah a new star needs to be made in that division and I don't think that'll be Danny Garcia <laughs> yeah it's not cool let's um let's move on let's let's quickly touch upon a fight going down next week uh we got Virgil Ortiz he's finally against um He's having, this fight was meant to be in March, but he got postponed because I think Ortiz got injured. It's against UK's Michael Mickinson. I think we, we've technically previewed this already, Flo. So this would be a quick touch upon. I'm going to ask you a question, Flo. What, what round do you think he's stopping him? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's happening. Uh, <laughs> sixth. Sixth, yeah. Yeah, this is sixth. sixth I'm going to go fourth. I'm going to go fourth. <laughs> not to part, yeah. no, 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 it's just... We, not to Paul Mickinson. I we said we spoke on it before. He's a good fighter, decent fighter. Yeah. But this is Ortiz, bro. Like my man just steams rocks. Go. He what? He's seventeen not fights, seventeen knockouts at the moment. So, yeah, man, it's, it's the knockout will be coming. Um, yeah. Um, the only question mark is if um because he was seriously ill, Virgil Ortiz apparently seriously yeah. ill. Yeah. 
So we don't know if it that's was, um, still lingering. He was, I can't even say this, rabdimbiosis or something. Yeah, I can't even say the word. That's how bad, that's how mad it was. Serious, serious ailment he had. But um, yeah, I hope it's not yeah. lingering. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, we can expect a stoppage. And it's good to see our boy uh, Virgil Beck. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Obviously, we'll talk after, about, after the performance, we'll talk about what's next for him because we, we should know who should be next or what he wants. But yeah, um, yeah, no, nah, good, good good performance for him. I'm expecting him to, to come out and do his usual team. But um, yeah, man, I think we can wrap up there, Flo, unless you've got anything else to add. Yeah, nothing else still. No, nothing else. Cool. Nice, nice, nice and succinct. Lovely, love to see it. Love to see it. All right, man. Well, it's been episode 101 of the Strike Season podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I've been your boy Flows. Keep liking, keep running up the streams, keep supporting. Peace, people.